there, this is Michael once again with One Way. So glad to have an opportunity to end this first season of this podcast today talking to you about faithfulness. I've started this podcast with a very clear agenda, which is to help you become great in the kingdom, to love God, and to reach people. And we've spent just about every episode really talking about loving God and what it means to hear from Him, what it means to talk with Him. And today I'm going to end the season by talking about faithfulness to Him. I'd love to tell you a story today about my own grandfather. My own grandfather was one of these people that was like the super saint, super godly, like the ultimate hero, you know, the figure. And when I was getting older and even met my wife, Rachel, whom he loved and even advocated that I marry early, even in college, he supported us getting married in college. So how can you not love a grandfather like that? (laughs) And this man, every single time we would say goodbye, we thought, well, maybe this is the last time that we'll ever see him. And every time that we left, we'd go and you'd be like giving everyone, you know, a hug, goodbye and stuff. And we would get to him and he would like, with all his strength and all his energy, he would, I still remember his big eyes staring right at me and, and he'd say, be faithful. And then he would kind of just sit there and it was like super like wow what do you say to that not like see you later it's nice to have you love you you know just be faithful and even the last words he ever told me ended up being yes be faithful and when he told me that it was literally him out of his wheelchair just kind of pushing himself up out of his wheelchair and looking me and Rachel in our eyes and saying be faithful Let me take you back, first of all, to his life. If we go to World War II, if you were to know a German, you would say, well, they're the enemy. But are they? Because my grandpa was a German. In fact, um, he was a German citizen right in the middle of World War II. And he found himself in a very, very difficult situation. The Allies were coming and were basically causing havoc across the German countryside. And the Nazis, the government, that is, of the Nazis, they required that all able-bodied men had to go report and go fight in the war. So he wanted to submit to authorities, but he certainly didn't believe in what they were promoting and he didn't want to fight in the war. So he went to the barn and he spent the night praying, pleading, Lord, what should I do? I don't know what I should do. Please help me know and please provide a way out. Well, just as he finished praying, he walked out of the barn, a plane went overhead, an enemy plane, and shrapnel from the from the plane hit him and injured him in such a way that he was taken to a hospital where he was able to recover and then eventually rejoin with his family. So God had provided a way out. Well, soon the war ended and my grandfather and the entire family of five kids and his wife, they had all survived and they became refugees. 
refugees not just anywhere, but refugees to Crystal Lake, Illinois in the United States. They got on a boat, and right at Christmas time, they passed from Germany into a new world, into Ellis Island, to the United States. Now, they didn't know the language. They had little to no money, but they did have someone that was willing to sponsor them, people in Crystal Lake who didn't just write them off because they were from the wrong side of the tracks or because they were German or because they were from a certain background. When I think about racism and refugees and all this stuff, it's not new. But how would you like to walk around in the United States right after World War II only being able to speak German? Well, where are you from? Germany. Oh yeah, we just got done with the most awful war in the history of the world against you. My grandfather and grandmother, they went to church by literally walking for miles. And they went to a church where they didn't even understand the language. He literally built his own house with his own hands and eventually even owned two side by side. He never got a college degree. And he's a perfect example of an everyday type of person who is faithful to God. He completely loved God. When it came to the Bible, he knew the Bible. He knew the Bible in such a way that when we as grandkids would go over there, we'd play like, you know, remember a Trivial Pursuit game? Though well, this game was called, you know, Bible Trivia. It's the same idea. And my mom told me, ask any question from any card in there, and I bet you he knows the answer. And so we started asking, and every question he knew the answer. And finally, there was this one question. It was like, you know, quote Galatians 2.20 or something like that. And he's like, well, for we all die. And, and then my mom said, well, okay, let him do it. And he went, and he, he could quote it in German. He just hadn't memorized the English translation yet, you know, like that level of like Bible crazy. When it came to prayer, I remember watching him in his big old chair in the garage Every day he would end and he would sit there and he would just be alone with God. And I remember at the table, even though he prayed in German, when he talked with God, it's like you felt like, wow. And I also will never forget, even as a college student, coming into a church service where I was playing the piano and looking out into the congregation and seeing his face. I remember thinking that is a face of someone who understands how great God is, how small he is, and how much mercy he's been shown. Reminds me when Jesus talked about two people that went to the church and and one person said, Lord, thank you that I'm not like the others. And the other one could hardly lift their head because they said, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And that's what I saw in my grandpa that day. When it came to living, he always wanted to do ministry. He wanted to be a pastor, but it never happened. He honored God with his money, and he lived in such a way that he hated the world stuff. He was super cautious with world things, and specifically with the invention of the television. He was quiet, simple, hardworking, even in old age. He was organized and very resourceful. He had big 
like uh, Gerber jars, baby jars, you know, and he'd, he'd put all of his screws and nails all across the garage, and he had a big old vice on a well-used homemade workbench right next to that old chair where he'd end every day with God. It's funny because when I really think about the most foundational figure in my personal life, it would be my grandfather. And what's most striking to me today is he never pushed the Great Commission on me. He never pushed leadership development. He never pushed giving. He never really pushed do, do, do. What he pushed was a quiet wisdom and a who, who, who. That is, who am I with God? He modeled quiet wisdom and true faithfulness. Not just faithfulness and do this and do your work and don't, you know, don't give up, but faithfulness in keeping yourself just for the Lord and in love with him. So my lesson for you as we end this season is this. Everyday people can be great. You do not have to be some fancy pants, well-gifted, you know, charismatic, full-time missionary type person to be great. Greatness is found in being faithful to God. So as you consider your life and how you want to be remembered, I hope that you aren't aiming to be remembered, even those of you that are in full-time ministry. I hope that we're not aiming to be remembered by our accomplishments for God rather than our faithfulness to Him. Even James, the book of James, it says, religion that God accepts as pure and faultless is this, to keep oneself from being polluted by the world and looking after orphans and widows in their distress. It's the simple, simple things, not the big things. It's the small, countless simple things that make up life that ultimately define true faithfulness. Well, this is the end of season one. I look forward to connecting with you again. But until then... I hope that my grandfather's life is an encouragement to you and that you will remember that you don't need to be a big shot before a big, awesome God. Just be faithful. And if I could end my days and I could have a chance to say something into your eyes, I can tell you the last thing that I would tell you is be faithful. God bless you all. We'll see you soon.